Well, once again, thank you so much to all of those who have been a part of helping to put our worship services together. For Laverne Reitelbaugh, who is our liturgist today, for um, our special music by Bob Eden and Derek Simons, uh, from Brandon Bull and Gary Brubaker. <clears throat> for Gary Brubaker, who um, has put all of our music together, for our praise team who leads our music, for all of those who have been greeters and liturgists and ushers in our in-person worship service, thank you. Now, if you are interested in serving in any way, um, if you'd like to be a liturgist or a greeter or an usher, if you'd like to learn anything about our AV um, and run our sound system or PowerPoints, we would love to have you. Um, and you can contact the church office and we'll be happy to connect you to the right people. Now today, we are starting, like I said, this new series on justice and mercy. <clears throat> what does the Lord require? To do justice, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with our God. But what does that mean? What is justice? What is mercy? And how do we stay grounded? So we're asking these questions throughout this series this month to see what the Bible says, what our Christian tradition has said, and how we live today. So today, what is justice? Would you pray with me? God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Okay, justice. What do you think of when you hear the word justice? I mean, just think about that word for just a second. Um, what do you think of? <clears throat> now, maybe you think of our judicial system. Maybe you think of lawyers and judges and lawsuits and, and statutes and court. Maybe that's what you think of when you think of justice. I asked someone uh, recently what they thought of justice and they thought, and they said, I think of Batman. Well, I mean, that is something to think about with justice, maybe like the Justice League or the Avengers. So maybe you think about superheroes or someone who will come in and save the universe from all the evildoers. Maybe that's what you think of when you think of justice. <clears throat> Maybe you think of justice as something, that some, uh, as something that happens. Someone getting what they deserve, their justice. Or maybe you think about particular issues around racism or inclusivity or economic justice. And maybe when I started to name some of those, you held your breath because you thought, what is she gonna say? Or maybe you thought about particular issues and maybe disagreements that you've had with people around particular issues or disagreements that you've seen around particular issues. <clears throat> well, so what is justice? I mean, because we've got several definitions just right there. And maybe you have others um, that you can share in the comments below or, um, you know, with whoever you're gathered with. What is justice? Now, in our Christian tradition, <clears throat> it's kind of none of those things that we just mentioned, and also parts of all those things that we mentioned. One of our baptismal vows is to resist evil, injustice, and oppression in whatever forms they present themselves. Which, of course, begs the question, what is injustice? <clears throat> so, our passage today comes from the prophet Micah. What does the Lord require? To do justice. But what does it mean to do justice? I mean, if we don't really know what justice is, 
how do we do it? So <clears throat> there's a story that's been told um, to help illustrate what justice is. And you know, it's been told and retold with different, um, slightly different twists and analogies to it. So I'm really not sure who the original author is, but here's the story. There's a river and there's some people standing by the river admiring the beauty of nature all around when they see a person floating down the river. And they're shouting for help. And so they get the person out of the river and then they see someone else floating down the river and then someone else and then someone else. And there keeps being these people floating down the river. And so as they're trying to get all these people out of the river, someone says, you know what? We should build a net. Let's build a net to catch all these people who are floating and drowning down the river. So they build a net to catch the people floating down the river. Then someone else says, well, we have to build a hospital because we have to take care of these people who are now injured from floating down the river. And then someone says, yes, of course. You know what we also need? We need to build a shelter for people who, when they come out of the hospital, where they have to go to continue to recover. So they build a shelter. <clears throat> and then someone says, we are breaking our backs getting people out of this net in the river. What if we built like a pulley system to pull people from the net to get them out of the river? And so they build a pulley system to help someone get a net, to get people out of the net. And then someone says, we're hungry. Somebody should build us a restaurant. So we need to feed ourselves and the people who are coming out of the river. We need food. So let's build some food and let's plant a garden. And then finally... A few years after the first person is pulled out of the river, someone asks, why are people in the river in the first place? And so a small group of people start to ask this question, why are people in the river in the first place? And so they go up river and they discover a bridge that has a hole in it. And so they fix the hole in the bridge and wouldn't you know it, no more people fall in the water. So, how does this illustrate what justice is? Well, justice is that question. Why is this happening? And how do we stop this from happening? And then stopping it from happening. So why are people falling in the river in the first place? Let's try and figure it out. And now let's fix this hole. So as my friend Jesus would say, go and do likewise. Do justice. Amen. Wouldn't that be great if that was like the end of the sermon? Because that all sounds super easy, right? <clears throat> okay, I'm going to say something that might be really surprising. I know you're not going to expect this. We don't always agree. I know, I know, I know. It's a shocking, it's a shocking statement. We don't always agree. And the truth is, come on, y'all know that. Um, we've experienced that, especially over the last few years, if not forever. But, you know, we've seen an increase in this in the last few years. We don't always agree. And the truth is, we, always, we don't always agree on even how the best way to answer that why question. Because the truth is, while in that story, you know, fixing that hole in the bridge, 
You know, that seems like an easy answer, but why are people crossing the bridge in the first place? What's happening? And and the most of the times, what seems like it should be an easy answer, the truth is it's really not. It's actually really complex. And sometimes that's what stops us from doing justice because it's complicated and complex. And sometimes we don't agree on how to answer the question. So what does it mean to do justice? Well, several years ago, I was meeting with a church and we were talking about um, how to uh, helping them plan worship and, and what their worship service looked like and how things went. Um, and they talked about the things in their worship that they appreciated and that they valued. And then they talked about the things that they didn't need or they didn't care for or even care about. And then one person who had been mostly silent throughout this whole thing, um, the, the chairperson of the meeting said, John, what, what do you think? And he'd been scowling most of the time, so I was a little nervous. And he crossed his arms. <clears throat> and he said, I can tell you one thing we don't need. We sure don't need one thing anymore. I don't want to hear one more thing about social justice. It's unbiblical, and I don't think we need to spend one more minute on it. I think we should just talk about Jesus. And then he sat back like he had just said his piece, and that was it. And so I said... what about Jesus should we talk? What should we talk about when we talk about Jesus? And he was surprised that I asked him a question. And so he said, well, we should talk about how he lived and how he died for our sins. And I said, I agree with you. What are our sins? And he said, do I have to name them all? And I said, well, you know, maybe just like a smattering of questions. Well, not loving our neighbor and and doing harm to people. And I said, ah, yeah, those are sins, aren't they? You know what else they are? And he looked at me like he knew I was like setting him up for something. And so he just kind of scowled at me. And I said, They're injustices, aren't they? And what's the cure to injustice? And again, he looked at me like, you set me up for this. And I said, justice is the cure for injustice. And so he said, so are you telling me? You're gonna need, so you're telling me we need to talk about justice? And I said, well, the truth is, if we're going to be faithful to Jesus's message, we do. John Wesley, who was the founder of Methodism, um, one of the ways that he talked about justice is he said, justice is compassion lived out in public. It's our public expression of how we love our neighbor. Now, John Wesley also said that there is no holiness besides social holiness and no justice without social justice. 
more recently, Cornell West has said this more modernly that he said, never forget that justice is what love looks like in public. <clears throat> I think sometimes people get hung up on particular words like social justice or even justice. And yet they're a part of our Christian tradition, not just our Methodist tradition, which is true, but our Christian tradition as Jesus talked about them. So what is justice? Well, ultimately, I think justice is about recognizing and respecting the same humanity that is in ourselves in others and wanting to make sure that others are able to flourish in life and doing whatever we can to help eliminate the reasons why they can't. Fixing holes in the bridges, loving our neighbor as we love ourselves. Whatever we do to the least of these, we do to Jesus. What does the Lord require of you? To do justice. And the truth is, we may not always agree on how to fix the holes in our systems, but that doesn't mean that we can't work together to try and fix them or talk, to talk with one another about how to make a complex situation a little easier. Sometimes our different opinions will actually help to build a better way of doing things. I think one of the ways that we start to do justice is being open to conversation. I think too often we're focused on making sure our opinion is right or proving the other person wrong. I think a lot of times, especially recently, we are so much better about debate than actually conversation. Conversation includes speaking and listening. <clears throat> I was listening to a podcast where a comedian um, explained that part of his process when he hears something that he immediately thinks is a bad idea, he decides, I'm going to be that idea's wingman. And so he does, he says that he'll do everything he can, he can to convince someone else that this idea that he immediately was like, this is bad, that it was a great idea. And he said, nine times out of 10, my, my mind changes. And I thought about that. And I thought, if we actually listen to one another, we'll hear our own unique experiences and how we have become who we are and why we hold the opinions that we do. And, and it may never change someone else's mind that you're right, but I think it does help us understand each other and understand the world a little bit better. Because we're all trying to do this thing in life called life. And we're trying to do it in the best ways that we know how. And sometimes that's with passionately held beliefs and opinions. One of the things that John Wesley said was, though we cannot think alike, may we not love alike? May we not be of one heart, though we are not of one opinion? Without all doubt, we may. Herein, all the children of God may unite, notwithstanding these smaller differences. Even in the face of disagreement, there is something that binds us together. We share humanity together. So find that thread and build it into more. 
doing justice starts with listening to each other and then asking why and how do we make one another's life flourish? How do we recognize the humanity in one another? How do we do life together? What does the Lord require of you but to do justice, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with our God? Do justice. Amen. <laughs>